This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I don't know if I was ready to change my entire life, yet it happened. And I did it. (laughs) And I, even now, still question my decision of whether or not I should have done it. But I'm very happy right now. Kind of. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you haven't heard my voice in a hot minute. I haven't popped up on your phones. And that is because I've been away for the last three to four months and doing something to change my life forever. My name is Joey Kidney and you are listening to the Happy Times podcast. This is a podcast where there's no there's no script, there's no notes, there's nothing. It's just you and me having a conversation just as friends. And I hope that I guess in this scenario that that my uncomfort makes you comfortable, if that makes sense at all. I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm on the eleventh year of not podcasting, but doing social media in general, doing my job that you you see me online every single day. That's what I've been doing. And I stopped it for about three to four months. So this is obviously, okay, I'm going to be the main character here for a moment, but I hope that it's something that you can relate to, even though you're not in the position. This could be something that you've been wanting to change for a while or something in your life that has been a big change that you didn't even ask for. I just hope that you can relate in any way possible. So if you're not ready for your life to change, I hope that you're listening because, well, mine did. And I can tell you right now, I thought I was ready. So three to four months ago, I got an email from the landlord asking, uh, are we ready to move out because they wanted to sell the home? This is something that we did talk about. It's not like totally out of the blue, but it did catch us off guard a little bit because we didn't know exactly the time and date. And that was stressful because a year earlier, a year prior to that, I got the same email from a different landlord at a different location telling us that we had to move. And yeah, it's been a lot. So in the past like five years, I've moved four times and that's just not what I've wanted to do because I wanted to be in one spot and then plan to buy a home in the future. And I was kind of pushed <laughs> a little bit harder than I than I would have hoped for into buying the home that I'm in now. So on April 5th, I purchased my first home with my girlfriend Angelica and it's it, it, 
Oh my God. If you thought stress like in school is bad, not to compare, but this is next level. This is stress that you you can't understand because you don't understand everything. I took I took years and then even just like right up to the moment, I was every single day I was researching how does this work? How do you buy a home? What do you need to understand? How do you know when somebody's screwing you over? All of this stuff. How much money do you need? And oh my God, I was so, so stressed. My hair was falling out. I randomly got bloody noses. My throat got clogged. Every time I felt anxious, I would feel like I needed to gag. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do absolutely anything. And it was the most stressful time of my life. I would say just because it was like an elongated period of time. So we made an offer on the home like a month before, and then they took a very long time to respond. But I'm not trying to get into those details because I want to keep this more generic onto, you know, how do you get ready if your life is about to change and, and, and stuff, not specifically the, the home. That's just going to be my frame of reference because obviously that's why my life has changed so much. So three to four months ago, I purchased this home and we had a lot of rentals to do and a lot more to do than, than we planned for. There was a lot of um, safety stuff like structural and asbestos, which is uh, basically cancer. <laughs> and we had to remove that, which costs a lot of money. Like the, the, it's it's a lot of money plus a down payment. And you're just, you'll never be ready for it. No matter how much money you have, the stress that you have to go through just mentally because again it's something that not everybody understands and even if you are in the trades or you are a carpenter or whatever and you know how to build a home maybe you don't know how to remove asbestos maybe you don't know how to you know garage door opener stuff like little little things maybe you don't know everything and you'll your brain's gonna find that one thing to nitpick at and just drive it, drive it, drive it. And it's going to go into the ground until you understand it. And I also think that that's a good thing. I think that overthinking, I don't think it's as bad as people say. Because we overthink about things that we care about. And I don't think caring is a, is a bad thing. There's obviously moderation to it all. That's what you know keeps you healthy. But I think wanting to understand and wanting to know why is the greatest power that we have. You know, if if we're stressed, we're feeling anxious, I think the, the best thing, the best first step you can do is ask yourself why, like what's causing you the stress and what's causing you anxiety. And speaking of anxiety, I broke down what I felt into three different things, three different like stages, categories of going through this life change of, you know, buying a home, putting my life on hold, really, because the renovations, I didn't mention this, but they were done all by my father and I. Other than like things that we we couldn't do, like the asbestos removal, um, we opted to do uh, to get somebody to do drywall because that's just a lot on our bodies, and we had to do everything else, and obviously electrical because that has to be with a permit and stuff. And so those things they they cost a lot of money, but then the the others, well, they hurt a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of labor, and I did have help from uh, two of my two of my buddies, Jake and Jordan. And they were a huge, huge, huge help. And so having a good group of friends around you when your life is changing is honestly the most important thing. When they, when I, when I would message them, hey guys, I want to work in the house this weekend. They'd be like, time, that's it. They would just say yes in time. Like 
They were ready to go. And I'm just so thankful to have such amazing friends. So the three categories that I am going to break this down into is uh, anxiety and stress is kind of one. I know they're different, but they're kind of the same for me. Um, and then the next category is imposter syndrome. <laughs> that was a fun one. And the last is physical health. So going into the anxiety and stress, the main thing that I had a hard time with, and I guess it's anxiety and stress and imposter syndrome are kind of all like into one, but let's separate them for now. The first question like I always had is like, am I ready for this? Is this who I want to be? Am I ready to make this big change in my life? I've, I've been looking at, you know, homes and everything for the last three, four years. And I knew it's a good investment because as somebody that is a creator or a sole provider or self-employed, um, you don't have a pension. You have to make your own pension. You have to make your own retirement plan. And my best thought was to go into real estate. And here we are. So hopefully there's another home in the future. But again, that's a, it's a huge step. It's a high risk situation. And so I didn't know if I was ready for this and I still don't know if I am. And the next thing is, are we ready for this? And I say we because I am in a relationship with my girlfriend. We're not married. We don't have kids. We just have two dogs. Uh, One is mine and one is hers. And we both have a passion for homes and interior design and exterior design. (laughs) If you'd say we love looking at homes and it's just something that we've always been a little bit passionate about and her father was also a carpenter and mine is a carpenter now. And it's something that is kind of like in our blood, I guess you could say like we're, we're, we were kind of built for this. And it's something that I always wanted to do with my father. My father is in, in his, oh my gosh, he's in his sixties. Yeah. And I, it's kind of emotional, but growing up, I would always go to my father for sports and like that was our thing he would always be in the workshop and stuff but I didn't really have much interest in that I would always want to be playing sports and when I got my concussions at the age of 16 I I had to stop playing sports the sports that I love the competitive sports that I was trying to make into a job I had to stop and that really I found put uh, like this dwelling aspect on our relationship and that hurt me a lot. And I always wanted to be closer with my father. Not that I'm far away, not that I'm distant, but I always wanted more of a connection with him because I always watch movies and that's where I'm like catching myself about to cry is like when there's a father-son relationship and it's just that, that heartfelt moment. And I didn't really have that with my father. There was moments, we had pockets, but not not as strong as I, I wanted us to be. And this is something that I really, really wanted to do with him. And I'm so fucking grateful that I was able to do this. And I'm so grateful that he was able to help me because without him, obviously, one, we wouldn't be able to afford it because he's helping us with absolutely everything. And two, this is the closest I feel like I've ever been to him. And normally people butt heads when doing construction. We haven't argued once in the last four months at, at all at all it's been amazing and i'm so so thankful for and grateful for for everything but to go back to the relationship thing so angelica and i this is obviously a huge step for us and there was a lot of like financial questions and and a lot of decisions and i'm just happy to say that we're still here and we're still going this is a really hard time for a lot of relationships and a lot of partners and we're still standing and i'm just 
I can't like just in love, you know, and it's it's to say that, you know, love isn't everything. Like you can't just love somebody. You you also have to tolerate them. You have to deal with everybody's shit, but you have to be happy to do it too. And so if you're in a relationship and you know, maybe you're entering this exact phase and you're like, I don't know if I'm ready, I don't know if I'm ready. If you're thinking about it like that, then I think it's it's a good question for you to answer. But if you're thinking about it more like, okay, how can I get ready? How can I figure this out? If it's more about, okay, let Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. Let's work on it versus, am I ready? And I think it's a good question for you to answer because for me... It was, let's figure it out. Let's do it. We're going to fix this. If it needs fixing. If it doesn't, let's keep going. It was just something that I just I just knew I wanted to do. And it didn't come from love, to be honest with you. It came from respect and just I'm, I'm honored and I'm grateful to have her by my side and little things like that. That's what that's where it came from. Which I guess in, in all, it's kind of like the, the circle of love, but... I was just passionate about it and I really wanted to move forward. And so I'm, ha- I'm happy. And so the next thing in the anxiety and stress column was money. Guys, if you think you have enough money for this, you don't. And if you, if you really do, you don't. Trust me. It's so much more money than you think. So like be triple sure. Like we, we went over our budget on our renos, um, but I set our budget really low. Because I wanted to stick to as low as possible. And I didn't want to cheap out on anything. But I just wanted to make sure that, okay, I'm somebody that's always stressed about money. I've never, I didn't, I didn't grow up poor, but I grew up below average compared to a lot of my friends. And it's something that I, I, I couldn't go out and buy a new skateboard. I couldn't go out and buy a new bike or I didn't have a car and little things like that. And obviously, I'm very privileged to be where I am today and even where I was. Don't get me wrong on that. But compared to the friends, I went to a very, <laughs> all the kids around me, you know, they had they they had like their two-story homes. I was in a very small little bungalow growing up between those big homes. And that's just the, 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 way, the way that I grew up. And I, I worked my four or five jobs growing up and I, I saved as much money as I could. And I've always been a saver. And so the money thing has always stressed me. I've always been like, okay, let's save, let's save, let's save. And then now I'm, I have to spend the most money I've ever spent my whole entire life in a month, you know? And then the next month I got to do almost the same thing. It was, it was terrifying. And so I really recommend that you get comfortable with your financials before moving forward into any big change that you're going through. If, even if it's a car, even if it's a car, even if it's a, I don't know, 
a plane ticket to go somewhere or say you're moving or something, something, anything, just ask your financial advisor. It's never a bad idea. I think it's what made me feel really comfortable in, in what I was doing because I was sitting here having to do my math myself. And I think that is also something. Don't just rely on other people to give you the answers because they could give you the wrong ones or ones that you're not comfortable with. So sit down, add your totals up, do what you need to do to get your answer, what you're comfortable with, and understand. And if you don't understand, go to the professionals and ask why. The best conversationalists in the world will always tell you to ask questions. That's how they become so outgoing and everything. It's never rude to ask questions. And what I've noticed with all of these like handyman tradespeople that, you know, walk around with their guts out and butts out and smoking, they're really hard to talk to until you ask them questions. Once you ask them questions about their job or things that they're passionate about, they love you. And it goes with every single person on this planet. People love to talk about themselves. I also love to learn about other people. And that goes hand in hand. So the money is very scary, but it's not something that you can't learn. <laughs> it's something that you can learn. Let me say that. So it, it was terrifying and I'm still terrified, but it's something that I'm working on. And now let's go into the second category, which is imposter syndrome. For the last three, four months, I've been a handyman carpenter. That is not who I am. I put on Carhartt friggin' pants and any t-shirt and I'm dirty all the time. I'm sore, I'm tired, and I, uh, I'm i swearing. Like, I don't know who I am. And so the question that I had for myself first is, did I bite off more than I can chew? Is this something I can handle? I was just questioning myself. And it was a really, really hard time for me. And obviously the anxiety and stress kind of go in with that, like I said earlier. But like hair was falling out. I could not breathe. And it was just, unless I was moving or doing something, I was being stressed and I was feeling, am I ready for this? Did I bite off more than I can chew? Who am I? This is not who I am. I miss being passionate about things. And it was a really hard, hard thing to, you know, look in the mirror and see who I was and you know am I am I doing well with my relationships am I doing well with my family am I doing well with my content and my work and the answer was honestly mediocre for a lot of them work was a definite no because I wasn't working I was really trying to film everything but the next thing you know I'm having to spend fifteen thousand dollars to fix an issue that's going to be cancer causing like I was just going through so much on my body and trying to you know, film it all and post it all. And it sounds so friggin' privileged and it is, but it was a really hard time, time to figure everything out and just manage absolutely everything. And I think I did bite off more than I can chew. But again, I, I had my friends around me. I had my family around me. I had my girlfriend around me and we were all, all here and everyone was helping. And I was just, I, if I didn't have them, I definitely wouldn't be okay in this situation. <laughs> I'm still getting, you know, back to being okay. But for example, like my dogs, I didn't have my dog for like weeks on end because he wasn't safe to, to be here. And I was living at my parents and then also my girlfriend's mom's house. And it was just like always back to forth. I didn't know who I was and I didn't know who I was becoming over this, this, this change of buying home I like in my head I'm like that's it obviously it's a big thing but I'm like why am I feeling like I don't even know who I am when I just bought a house like that's it 
and I, I still don't know the answer to the question. So maybe there's somebody out there that, that does and just, it's crazy. All, all the neighbors around where we live are all older and I'm very thankful to be able to, you know, be been successful in my career to get to where I am, but I'm still looking outside. I'm like, they've worked their whole entire lives to get here. And I'm like, do I deserve this? Do I deserve to be here? And I'm I'm waiting for the moment I can say yes to myself and be confident in it. But it, it's been a it's been a tough few months. And the next thing for imposter syndrome is like again I haven't worked in three months. Do people even miss me? Do these people on the podcast? Are you listening right now? Did you miss me? I don't I don't even know. Do you want the content, or should I just now become a person that renovates houses? <laughs> I didn't know who I was and I didn't know if what I was doing was worth it or if I was even worth it. And I, I, I went through a really, really hard period of just waking up and being just like faking being somebody. I, at the same time, I was happy to be doing what I'm doing. Like I'm happy that we got this house and I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to do this. My father, don't get me wrong at all. But the other side of me was like, am, am I worth it? Like, I understand I'm faking this personality of knowing what I'm doing, but am I worth it? And that was a really hard question to ask myself, and I'm glad I, I, I did, because the answer was, I think I am worth it. And I think this whole situation is, is worth it, because it's going to make for a stronger relationship, it's going to make for a great spot for a family, and it's going to make for a great bond that happens with my father and my family. And I'm just so... So thankful for all that. I keep saying I'm thankful. But what I'm not thankful for is the next thing, which is my physical health. My physical health really suffered. I don't understand how anybody that works in construction has any life after they're done working. I would work from, you know, eight or nine to five, basically. And that's not normal for me in in, in the slightest. But the physical labor of working nine to five and just being with dust and dirt and blood and sweat and tears and all of that, like that was so gruesome. And then you get home and you're just done. You're depleted. And I, I props people in the trades. I, I like I, I get it now. I understand why everyone in the trades kind of looks the same. It looks like they go to the gym, but they also enjoy beer. <laughs> and that's because when you get home, you're just exhausted. And you just want like a drink with flavor. It's not even about the alcohol. It's just you want something different other than water or sawdust. <laughs> like you just you just you just want to feel something. And it's even hard to be emotional or, you know, intimate at all with any of your partners, family, whatever. It's a, it's really difficult thing and just kudos to anybody that works with their body all day long so my my physical health was not good i even paused my membership because i just wasn't going i was wasting 200 bucks a month i just like i wasn't able to go because i was at the house all day but now things are getting back to normal and the change is is almost is almost done and now i just have to figure out my life where i am because we're now in the home and i'm very uh, I don't want to use the word thankful, but I'm very, I'm very okay. Let's use that. I'm very okay. So if you've been listening to this for this long, I want to say thank you very much. And if you're not ready to change your life, I promise that you are. I promise it's not that scary. After all of this, all after asking yourself, you know, are you worth it? Are you ready for this? Money, 
You know, did you bite off more than you can chew? Any change in your life? The answer is yes, you're, you are ready. If you're listening to this, if you're doing your research, if you're caring, if you're overthinking, if you're doing anything in moderation, obviously, um, you're ready. And it's, it's time. If it's something that you think about every single day, day in, day out, it's time. You're ready. I believe in you. I believe in myself. And I'm very, very thankful for you and myself that we're both here right now. So thank you very much for listening to the Happy Times Podcast. And I will see you guys sometime soon. I still want to plan to do a different format to this podcast. I want to plan to film it as well. But my studio and my office is not set up. Hence why this sounds a little echoey because I have no artwork in my temporary office. But I just wanted to pop in and say hello. So hello and goodbye.